listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Kaylee Horton, and Kaylee talked about trying to lose her virginity and being a complete menace in college. This week, I sat down with Matt Brown, and Matt told me about a hookup that got a little bit messy. Here's Matt Brown. I never have like watched a podcast. I purely listen to them, so I think in my head it's more like I don't even understand. Like, like the whole point of a podcast is so I can listen to it while I do something else. I think a lot of people like to have them like like on. Yeah, I think a lot of people have them like on their smart TVs on the YouTube app. Like they have it like passive television. Oh, I don't. You know, like our parents would have like the news or something yeah, all day. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I like to, yeah. We, we just have Theo Vaughn being special <laughs> needs in the background all day. She's have come down <laughs> saying slurs in the background. God bless. Well, I mean, someone's got to do it. I, I can't say them all. Like, I'm busy. <laughs> I can't say any of them. I mean. I'm not allowed. I mean, I there's some, the anti-woman slurs that you got a few. Oh, yeah, I can say cunt. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my word. Mm. <laughs> you took it back right yeah. now right now <laughs> i i like i miss like i love when slurs get outdated so like people can be racist or hateful and you don't know like everybody knows what cunt is but like coos is such a 1972 word what is that it's like the same thing but it's just like more coos? of like a, yeah but it's like more of like a 60s 70s like vietnam vet use it in version a sentence it. like um uh my wife is such a dumb coos <laughs> Like, How do you spell it? C O O Z E. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would know some weird slang I, from the seventies. I am <laughs> all about. I listen. I I do not have a superficial relationship with language, Jenna. No. Okay. okay. We, we get deep in it. <laughs> or with the past. No, no. I I live there because today yeah. sucks. <laughs> disappointment after disappointment. <laughs> Truly. The future is a coos. <laughs> The, the the future could be well if the future's female, oh. I I think it all oh. it all comes back around. It's all making sense. It now. all comes back around. The future's a cunt. I, <laughs> the past is a bitch and the future's a cunt. That makes sense. And that makes that's sense. a t-shirt. There you go. We've done it. There you go. I have so many different ideas for merch, but I don't think anybody is ever gonna be as smart as the comics that do lighters and rolling papers. Oh yeah. Or, you know, I just saw somebody with uh, little match, cute match boxes. Mm-hmm, that's smart. People yeah. are, because people are starting to smoke cigarettes again. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming back. We don't want to live anymore. <laughs> we don't live forever. <laughs> I think, like, we're going to see the statistics of, like, people, like, running marathons and shit. Like, that's going to go down. Because people are not, not going to be interested in China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not when the earth is boiling. It's too hot. Seriously. We're it's all going to die. too hot to go for a run. Yeah. Um... Who is, somebody had chapstick as their merch. Is that Sarah Perry? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I remember Sarah having, I think Sarah was one of the first people to have lighters. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And they, they look so good because her hair was chapstick. pink and the lighter was pink. Oh, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's really one. smart. Um, Willie Griswold had rolling papers. I think mm. maybe Chris Higgins does too. That would be, uh, he, had a, he had a koozie for a while. No, yes, that. he had those. It's funny that koozies are this. They must just be cheap. But From koozie like, to koozie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but I think I, I don't know if those were like his merch or if that was like a brand he was working with. I don't remember. But I've seen a few people have those. It was a koozie, but it had a weed reference. So I'm mm. not really sure. But well, um, I don't understand like the stickers and the the buttons and the pins and shit. Because I, I don't use those, so I just yeah. think they're silly. And I always think it's so funny. Like, you're 34 years old, and you're running around asking somebody if they've got stickers. Like, get away from me. <laughs> like, grow up. I was, when I, my laptop in college, it was like, I put all these stickers on the front of it. And then I kept it for 10 years, and I was like, this is getting a little ridiculous. When I got a new one, I'm like, mm. we're not putting stickers on this bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we don't need to let everybody know I'm a Marxist. Maybe I could just go to <laughs> yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. I, yeah, it was... <laughs> embarrassing and then they fall off and then it looks even worse mm. um but anyway so what you have a little nasty thing to tell me yeah well i mean <laughs> Something it, filthy. it was hard to narrow it down because like because i've been gay since i was 11 my entire sex life is a disgusting story so like to really sort of Quick narrow question. it down uh <laughs> mm. i've never heard someone say it like that so mm. before 11 you were straight or you were had yet to define <laughs> um I, I, I like to call them I, at, before then i would just would have been a hapless victim <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think 11 is when I started to like do some reading and figure some things out. That was my consciousness. That was the, uh, the the awakening for that one. I wonder when I became straight. I mean, I think it was when I saw holes. Shia LaBeouf did it for you. No, zero. <laughs> <laughs> the kid that played zero. When I'm old, I'm going to, I'm going to look like the old lady from the beginning. The... The Eartha Kit? Yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm like 70, I'm that was she looked good when she was 70. Absolutely, but I'll just be on a porch, like scaring the shit out of innocent children. I could see that. It's my destiny. <laughs> I'm ready for it. But yeah, no, it was hard to like narrow down. Um, so I think I just if I was gonna if I'm gonna go there, I think I want to do the story I d- did. Uh, that was part of the show that we did during the Lincoln Lodge, like future comedy festival or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because you quite enjoyed that slide deck, if yeah. I do remember. <laughs> and it was just a bunch of out of pocket things that I've said to men. But the last story was, um, this was honestly earlier this summer, and it was one of the I don't want to say one of the worst sexual experiences, but one of the most like, is this really happening? Like. There's worse than that. There's much, much, mm-hmm. much worse than that. It gets grosser, but mm-hmm. not grosser that like you're then not in lifelong therapy about. It was like <laughs> right at the limit of like being able to just move on with your life. And like I yeah. invited this guy over and it was one of those things where he'd been messaging me on one of these apps for like a week. He wanted the dang a lang <laughs> and I, I was making him wait for it as I'm, as I'm want to do. Cause if you get him real excited over it, they don't last that long. And I, I have other things to do. So if they're thinking about it for a long time, when they finally get it, they do most of the work in their head. So I don't have to do too well, much. Well, you're, you're playing chess. Mm-hmm, playing I'm out here. Head. I'm out and playing checkers. Well, I've been doing the jokes. I'm like, do you think I'm cute? <laughs> Circle yes or no. Do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> um, but I mean, I've been doing the jokes since I was 19. I want a small dick and a premature ejaculator so I can go home. I like, disagree with you so I, much. When you do that, you're like, the women will agree. I, I do not agree. <laughs> you're like, I want a big dick and I hope he never comes. Like, just <laughs> well, come. not that. But okay. Because I, I definitely, I definitely have. I I can. Um, uh, relate to when you're like, will you hurry up? <laughs> well, it's so flattering when enough. it's over in a hurry. It's so flattering <laughs> yeah. because like it's anything. It's not the worst thing. Okay. No, because I'm. I don't really. I do not enjoy any of that enough to like try and be athletic about it. <laughs> you know, 
Like, I do not need to win the booty hole decathlon. <laughs> we do not, like, I do not need to be in the relay race over it. Like, we, I, I did all that shit in college. I, I did all, yeah. I did. I was pretty, I'm pretty vanilla in college. Uh, yeah, I did all my sex with the socks on in college. That's what I did. <laughs> I wanted to be in love. Uh, Disgusting. <laughs> I know. I hope you've moved on. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Love is, abs- love is a period of time in which you're just stupid. That's mm. all it is. That's all it is. I know. Sometimes I do think about that. Like, I feel like the older I get, the kind of more sad I am. And I'm like, maybe when I was younger, it just was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, because <laughs> I think nice. we believe a lot of stuff that's not real. Yeah. And so you're looking for shit that doesn't exist, and you're always disappointed because that's how that would work. Yeah, that's true. You know, because we always think that, like, guys are going to be different than any man we've ever met. We always think that there's going to be one who acts like a human being and then everything's going to be different. And it's like, why would that happen today? Why would that happen today? And then he's going to like me. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Two miracles all at once. Why the fuck not? Like the Hallmark Channel's not showing you documentaries. Like our parents didn't want us to know that, but it's not real. Because like at this point, I would say that being gay was my conversion therapy. Like being like at this point, I would consider myself a romantic. Oh, really? Like I, I, I like sex, but if you try and hold my hand, I'm gonna call the police. Like I don't. No, I want to get my hand held still. So. <laughs> I'm anti emotions. I don't. I don't. I don't. Really? Need, I don't need to have any with a man. Disgusting. <laughs> Do you have them with, with with my friends? With your friends? Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually that's nice. I mean, it's a nice little compartmentalization. Yeah, that's not the worst. That's not the worst way to do it. I don't well, think. Because I really, feel I can't like, help it though. I mean, if I'm you're if you're open to that, God bless it. I just feel like sex with men is something I do out of boredom when there's no women around to talk to. <laughs> so, it, it, like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, but this guy earlier this summer, he had wanted the situation for a minute because I was on one of these apps where, cause like on Grinder, which I don't have anymore. I got banned. I was too beautiful. Um, I was selling too much weed on there, but that's whatever. <laughs> you eventually get caught and you got to give it away. Um, so I wasn't on Grinder cause you can't have your like lead picture on there be like filthy, but this one app, your lead picture can just be the business. Wow. So I just like, you know, show up like with my dick in my hand. Um, and I, that's the, you just lead oh, it with these strong dick. advertising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he had been hungry. I wish we could do that on hinge. I mean, <laughs> you probably could for an hour. <laughs> like you'd get a lot of messages and i've got to be like give me your number right now <laughs> literally literally send coordinates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're in botswana let me buy a plane ticket <laughs> um and so he had been really thinking about it for a while so um i finally get him over after like the third time he's like begging i love when men beg i i i don't think any of them should ever hold on to their dignity for very long and so I, i'm very into that and so, like, he comes over, and mind you, this guy, he's a good-looking guy. He's in, like, early to mid-30s. Um, like, I am very, very into dark hair and dark features. If you have, like, black hair, I'm down. If you have black hair and a big nose, marry me. <laughs> um, and so, like, he had, like, the black hair and the mustache, and he was a cute Latino guy. And the sex was pretty solid, not going to lie. Sex was pretty solid. Um, the problem was after the sex and he left and I saw that my sheets had been through it 
This man, um, it, there's a term for it when they shit on your dick, which is called painting. <laughs> That's what they call it. Like, oh, oh he painted me. Oh. Or, like, you don't want to fuck me tonight. I'll paint you, daddy. Like, you don't. <laughs> like, it's called painting. I don't, I have not yet created a term or heard a term for when they destroy your good linens. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's certainly, it's certainly not laundering. I know that much. I know that much. But... I just, since he was, like, already gone and, like, I just dealt with it, you know, clean it up, like, do your laundry, you know, buy new sheets, move on with your life. He, as he should, this is why the beginning of the story was so important, he, the very next day, is hitting me up for dick again. <laughs> because he wanted it, I made him, I made him wait for it, it's still living in his head. Still living in his head. He doesn't know that he shit on my sheets. And so I lit his ass the fuck up. And so I sent him an Apple Pay request. And he's like, I ain't got it. And I'm like, I don't have a baby. There's no reason I should be watching washing shit out of sheets right now. You're 33 years old. I'm sorry you got too excited over some good dick to wash your ass properly. But nah, nah. Like, you, you're going to pay for these. And he eventually sent the money. Um, and then, but he was like, I'll send it after you fuck me. And I'm like, there is no next time. What do you not understand? You think I want this to happen again? You think, like, no, no. Well, what if you went to his house? If he shits on his own sheets, that's fine. Like, yeah, to me it is. <laughs> it is. Okay. You're, you're like, just put a tarp down and move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tarp. There you go. There you go. Like you're painting a house. There you go. The terms all come back. The terms all come back. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely wild because it was disgusting on so many levels because how, how I always think when men want something real bad, that's kind of disgusting because um, just the need. And then like then you have the shit on the sheets, which is the real disgusting part. And then there's the making him pay for his bad decisions, which men hate to do. It's just disgust from pillar to post, from corner to corner. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, just to recap, mm -hmm. so you men, <laughs> men want wanting you disgusts you. <laughs> I think men wanting anything, anything? because it's sort of like, um, and I'll relate it to stand up. You know, it doesn't feel good when you're in the audience and you're watching somebody who needs to be on stage. Oh, I know. They yeah. need it. Mm -hmm. it, it. It's it's ugly. It's like watching somebody eat who hasn't had a meal in two days. It's 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 it's, it's like disgusting. mayo all over their face. It's yeah. just disgusting. So that's what I mean by like I think no I so think it's desperation. Yes, think I think every man should want me. I think they yes. should. Mm -hmm. But the desperation, sick. Get a hold of yourself. Interesting. Like go bury an emotion and come back to me, Midwestern. <laughs> Like, come this on. Is a, you are, <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone's therapist would agree with a lot of. No, I, but I don't think anyone's therapist could fix this either. No. That's the other thing. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I, I just would go to therapy to scare the hell out of them. Because <laughs> back when I did used to go, I would just go and lie. It was fun to be oh someone else. I was just entertaining them. Um, we'll party. Wait, I had a question. Mm -hmm. Oh no, it wasn't a question. But I was, I my, my big comedy theory is sometimes when you see, like you'll see people like up there bombing and, mm -hmm. and I always go, why are you doing this still? Especially like people that have been doing it for years and they are bombing all the time. And you're like, mm -hmm. this would, I would, this would really hurt my soul and I would stop doing this. But my big theory is that 
attention is kind of attention for some people. So it's like mm-hmm. whether the feedback is negative or positive doesn't matter because everyone's looking at them. That's I think that's theory. a big part of it. The other thing, and I've thought this for years because like all my friends when I really started to do comedy were women. So we we very much notice how the men are. And I do not think a lot of straight guys, well, gay too. I don't think a lot of men, period, know when they're bombing. That's also a big part of it. A lot of them can't tell. That's that's always wild to me. I, yeah, if you because like I will see women murder. I will see women literally just shovel up there, absolutely clear the room, and then after it's like, oh, I forgot to do that one new tag, and like I don't know if I like that joke about my boyfriend. And I'm like, you literally sold 150 tickets, and everybody's still crying, <laughs> and they're just like, well, I just don't know. Like I don't, I don't know. I could have stop it. And then guys will literally go up there tank tank die 11 deaths they will pull a fucking jfk in dallas up there just blown up and don't notice they're just they still get to drink at the bar and their friends still respect them the same amount which is none so they don't yeah i even like when people get off stage and like sorry whoa i was having curry earlier um <laughs> pardon but uh i hope he was cute <laughs> <laughs> um I uh, w- like I don't when people always do the like good good that thing I never say that to anyone and I don't want need anyone to say it to me because I'm like I know if it mm-hmm. I know if it went well and I know if it didn't like mm-hmm. and I don't need any external <laughs> like I'm gonna move on I, it's it's a yeah. well it's like you've been do- we've both been doing this long polite. enough to yeah, know exactly. yeah it's like you've been for, after ten years it's like I don't want when everyone does it's weird to like, go around I don't know it's just like. I feel like we all work together, and then mm-hmm. it's like it's weird to like go to all your coworkers and go, "Good job, good job, good job." It, it, it it's back to that lack of dignity. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be the nice thing to do, but I'm not gonna do it. Well, I also think unless something crazy, ha- you know, like if or like if they have like a new joke, I'll be yeah. like, love the new joke. Like if something's exciting, but yeah. it's like when you said like we're all coworkers, we all work together. If I just have a normal day at work, sort of doing the 10 that you've seen and heard mm-hmm. before, it doesn't really bear any attention. No, because it's it. not new to you. It's not interesting. Yeah. You've seen my act. Like, you know, if you, you did eat... the job, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. was happy that was like, watching. The audience who hasn't seen it before yeah, they should, don't know. Yeah. they should be the ones that say, you know, mm-hmm. that was really nice. That was really fun. I really enjoyed seeing you. But your friends who've seen it 14 times, if you want them to continually be a impressed i think what you need is a dog (laughs) like if you're looking for someone's tail to wag every time you walk in through the door that's not like a human being yeah Mm -mm. but yeah no guys don't know when they bomb and but i also think but it's the same thing like with relationships men never know when it's time to leave like they never know when to hang it up like because like you said they'll be up there dying for years because attention's attention it's like they'll just stay in something that's not working forever like three years too late because it's better than nothing yeah i think i mean i think a lot of people do that Mm. they're like this relationship is bad but being alone is too scary Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people get in a relationship for a long time well because i think it's either the age that we start stand up or just the amount of space it takes up in your life if you do decide to walk away from it it you do have to do the work of like trying to figure okay well who am i now i've thought about that many times like i'm like yeah i'm like it's such a part of my identity where i'm like Mm -hmm. if i didn't have the thing that is interesting and people like about me then like who the fuck am i mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes i get kind of burnt out and i think about like taking a break but then i'm like 
how would I, what would I, then what do I do? Like, yeah. it's, it's hard that I'm always, I'm very grateful that I've always had other artistic stuff going on. So I've never had to have that, like that rattling identity question. Yeah. That this was the only thing during the pandemic. I like would mm-hmm. forget that I had ever done stand up, And I, it was this weird thing. I was just like floating around. Mm-hmm. Like it was weird. Well, it's so weird because it's sort of like when you've been doing it for so long, it becomes your mental processing counts on it. The way that you go through life, it's like part of your brain counts on that as a journal and as a diary and as like a a means of processing. So when it's not there, you do, like you said, floating, like you've lost some of what makes you grounded. Because like if you are somebody who talks about your relationships, talks about your family, talks about your day to day life, you do eventually have to get on stage and be real about whatever happened. And when that's not there and it just lives in your head and you never have to make anything material out of it, it's easy to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I should have been going to therapy <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. What was Zoom therapy going to do so your roommates yeah. could listen to you cry in your bedroom? Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Where would I have done it? Exactly. Actually, I guess Toller did it, but yeah, he would kick. We had a spare room, and I was not allowed to go in the kitchen when he was doing therapy. <laughs> yeah, well, because I might hear through the door. <laughs> oh, well, you could pr- maybe do it in your car, mm-hmm. like on your phone. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that where women cry generally, anyway? Oh, that's where I cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a time. There was about a year <laughs> of my life where every time I'd get in the Prius, I would cry. <laughs> Just weep or scream. It was more of a slow, but it was like me being like. <laughs> well sometimes i would weep <laughs> yeah it was it was just like you're like alone in there so but don't you lo- nice. like i love when and love is a very general term here but don't you love when like life on its own has just become this unmanageable thing and the tears aren't even about anything specific it's like a general it's like a general sob it, yeah. it, it, it's not about a man or your parents or your family. It's just about the fact that you're still fucking alive. It's just like, oh my God, I have to do anything again. <laughs> I was getting really bad. Like when I'd have my period, I would get sad as fuck for like, mm-hmm. oh, and I, but I every time, <laughs> every time, well, I mean, I'm sure you probably do have like, you know, hormonal, at least no. like stuff or whatever, but I would, uh, yeah it would be like a week where i'd be like why do i feel like driving into the lake and then mm-hmm. i'd be like oh, period okay mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like when at first when you can't explain it you're like why do i feel so doomed for five days and then well what then i it would get better what i found um talking to like a lot of my women friends who are older and then also doing some of the research for some of the documentaries i make uh youtube.com slash black music archive um <laughs> always plug in um what a lot of those symptoms, apparently, like as you get older, it's even more exaggerated. Oh, because no. like when you're going through perimenopause and your cycle isn't even anymore, like apparently, I've heard with some women that they will go through all the symptoms of like they're gonna get a period and then they just don't. So uh, you're miserable, but like it's never, but it doesn't hit. And then three months later, it's just like, <clears throat> good lord. Well, that is what I have, I have an IUD, so I never like ha- have like a real period anymore mm. but i do get all the symptoms like it's like yeah, that's all the satanic. hormonal stuff yeah well honestly it's better than i don't i don't really love bleeding that's not mm. a big <laughs> i don't mind that not happening but yeah no. it's like you break out you get mood like i do all that stuff so you go and through I the get cramps still oh that's oh. what's really weird i still get cramps but stuff i'm afraid out. it was gonna push the iud out 
<laughs> I think it's in there pretty good. I hope. Well, actually, I mean, apparently they can, uh, like, pr- cut through your cervix, mm-hmm. not your cervix, through your uterus, and go out into the rest of your body. And if they flow around, they have to surgically remove it. It's a free-range it. chicken. Truly, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I am so glad I don't have a pussy. And oh my god! You get pregnant. There's all these people like my IUD baby. Uh-huh. Comes out with the IUD in its fucking hand. Uh huh. Ripped it out like fucking so it, King Arthur with yeah. the scabbard. Ugh. It's insane. I, bone chilling stuff. It's <laughs> absolutely repulsive. <laughs> I, I can't. Anybody who wants to give birth, I hope you get a second opinion. <laughs> like, just don't do it. Don't do it. Seems like a ride, though. I'm glad I don't have a pussy. I would not take care of it. It would not. It would be an abandoned amusement park. It would not. <laughs> Yeah, God gave me simpler anatomy because I'm not equal to every task. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have invented free bleeding. It would have just been bad. It would have been bad. I would have been sitting on a bale of hay in Kentucky. It would have been misery. <laughs> live show yeah the audience can submit their own disgusting ladylike story to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories okay wow yeah and these are both kind of long a uh, sort of a, a journey i think okay. journey to the center of our earth <laughs> yeah. i was 14 sitting with a new friend after ski lessons we were waiting for the buses to take us down the mountain sitting on a snow berm engaged and what I believed was the conversation that would take us from repeat acquaintances to friends. I had to pee. Like five hours ago, I had to pee. But the snow pants over long johns and sunshine and snow kept me out of the lodge all afternoon. So as my new friend told me the hot goss about life at the other middle school, I wet my pants. <laughs> I peed my pants to make a friend. And as we stood up to line, to line up for the bus, I kicked some snow over the inevitable stain on the ground. The smell was mostly hidden by the aroma of teenagers' feet, so I would do it again. <laughs> Hell yeah, for friendship? Absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of a sweet one. That's sweet. I hope they're still friends. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Uh, or wouldn't it be funny if like they never talked again? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I never saw her again. <laughs> every time I meet a stranger now, I piss down both legs. <laughs> uh. My ex-boyfriend was... I think he, he had a piss kink. No, no, no. Okay. He just, it was kind of similar to that. He was like, I think it was when he was studying abroad and he was, had to pee like super bad. Mm-hmm. And the, the, he was like waiting in line. And then these two girls started talking to him and they like wouldn't stop talking to him. And he was like, it felt rude leaving. Mm-hmm. And so, so he just pissed his pants while he talked to them. <laughs> That's amazing. And then he said they didn't notice. <laughs> but he had to go home. Who would? <laughs> um, I I don't know. I feel like at fourteen we're a little old to be having bladder issues and again studying abroad. Like you're like twenty. No, oh, yeah, he's like, fully. I mean, he, I think he was a little bit. Might have been a little snapped up though. <laughs> yeah, a little snapped up. <laughs> That's what my dad was saying. Yeah, yeah. So snapped up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I'm happy that it worked out. Um, because like those snow pants, when you eventually got them home, your poor fucking mother. Like, did you take them off outside and like wring them out? I've never washed snow pants before, but like, it, I would d- imagine it's a bit of a and well, especially when they're soaked with piss. Yeah. Like. I don't know. You ever wash a down blanket? It stinks. Oh, it God. smells like shit. It's the goose's revenge. 
<laughs> They're evil little creatures. <laughs> well, wait, that's their revenge for us ripping all their, their feathers right. out. I just, can you imagine? I'm on the goose's side, can, honestly. Honestly, could you imagine that being your job where you have to stick a goose between your knees and just like pluck the feathers off I wonder, while it tries to murder you? I don't think they do it when they're well, alive. Uh, geese chase people. <laughs> I know, but they kill them and then they I don't, harvest their feathers, I, I believe. Think we, maybe there's like a kosher... <laughs> way to do it that doesn't harm the animal i don't know you think ripping their down out won't harm them <laughs> sure i don't know um i mean either way the, yeah the way we treat poultry in this country is appalling i know right the fact that we don't eat it faster <laughs> I, I i don't care about animals i'm sorry they don't interest me i okay <laughs> I, I, i'm i'm from the i'm from like farm country we keep our animals well, and children outside on leashes <laughs> like it's i don't know but that's my point like like a real a good a real farm, in the where they have a nice life and then we kill them. That's mm. great. I, that's fine with me. I have mm-hmm. no qualms with that. But then like, you know, like the way like the chicken. You know, the chicken that's gonna be a McNugget. Their life is just agony. Yeah, I mean, I'm I a little bit right. more worried about people, and I don't even care about all of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's just say I'm not watching the news right now and leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> right. there you go. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, oh, also one time at band camp. <laughs> well, I was thinking of that peeing for friendship. My friend, we would like ride around on our bikes, and like we like lived across mm. the street, and we would ride around in the park service together. Like it was like a big park. Thing. I don't. Know. And she went inside to pee, and she said to watch the bikes, mm-hmm. so no one would steal them. I'm, we live in a town of 400 people. No one would have stolen them. They would have been fine. But I was like, I yeah. cannot leave these bikes. They will be stolen. Mm-hmm. And she would not come back. And I had to pee so bad. And then I just I pissed my pants. And she finally came back and saw me covered in piss and crying. I was very upset. Of course. And she was like, why didn't you just go pee? I literally lived like like not even like half a block from where I was standing. You weren't going to leave like, those why bikes. Why didn't you go pee? And I was like, you said I got stolen. She was like, well, don't piss your pants. I, I, I love just the complete inability to make a decision at that age. It felt really life or death. Like, Truly. It felt like if I ran in and peed, I would come back and the bikes would be gone. <laughs> and like now as an adult, you'll come back and you're like, oh, I left my apartment unlocked all day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hope there's no intruders. <laughs> okay. There's nothing to take. Oh, I know. I always say that. People are like, oh, do you want me to watch your purse? I'm like, literally, there's like nothing in there. Don't, Seriously. Don't worry about it. Like, if you wanted to come and rob my apartment, which you don't, but, like, if you wanted to, don't. the only the only items that are, like, actually expensive are my TVs. And, like... You have more than one? I have two. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Vency. <laughs> sure. I, m- Mr. Health Insurance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. No, I'm just Mr. I State Job. Oh, shit. Oh, that must be kind of good insurance, then, huh? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And I have so much vacation time. It's stupid. Mm. Like 300. Do you use it? I, I use it a decent amount. You go somewhere? Um, I d- like to do um, staycation since I have five other jobs. Yeah. Like, because when I'm not doing the day job, there's comedy. Um, I make documentaries. I do music journalism. I have an agent. So there's always some goddamn audition going through the pike. Like, I'm in the middle of writing this goddamn book. I like, I'm always doing something. So, like, when I take time off, I'm watering other flowers. 
okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm going to Berlin. <laughs> oh, really? When? <laughs> no, I already went. I'm just oh, saying, nice. like, that's what I really, that's what, mm. like, I always want to. <laughs> well, I want to go somewhere. Yeah, no, I think that. I'm going to look at something. I, I, I want to do that more, like, in my late 20s when I can really afford yeah, it. Yeah, I always forget how young you are. Because, like, I'm still 25. So oh, I want to. Really fucked up. I think, like, I know, isn't that disgusting? Yeah. Um, I mean, it is really weird. <laughs> I feel like late 20s. Because you don't act like n- that. Never at have. All. No, you, even when, you, when you're like 19, you act like you're like 65. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one. It was so weird when I started doing comedy. No one knows what to do with a teenager with, like, gravitas. No, like, yeah. It was, it was weird. Well, I, I guess I would. It, that's better than just a teenager because I really wouldn't know how to talk to a teenager. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. I feel like you notice this because working here and just like being at a place which is like full of new comics all the time. I feel like every year that I keep doing comedy and I keep seeing the new ones, I feel like young people get younger and younger. Like I don't I feel like it's a stupid thing to try and explain, but it's like. I was never as young at 21. <laughs> like, I don't think when I was five, I was as young as they are at 21. You're smoking cools when you're five. <laughs> yeah, like, like, no one is as young as these kids. Like, they just don't know anything. They're so Bambi in the forest. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. They're so innocent, and we corrupt them with our dick jokes. I know. Some of them I say, I say, you gotta go home. But don't they just seem so innocent? <laughs> like, they seem way innocent than we ever did when uh, we were starting. I don't know. Honestly, I think I was pretty innocent when I started. You were just a I sweet was quite girl sheltered. from a farm. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. not from a farm, but from the woods. Yeah. From the forest. There you go. <laughs> I mean, your your dad shoots out his bathroom window. I will never forget you telling me that. Yeah. That's the funniest thing in the squirrels. world to me. He, he Shooting almost blew squirrels my in mom his underwear. Sky high. <laughs> She found a bullet in in the in a pan next to the gas stove, <laughs> and that would have that would have been hard to explain. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Explain, but I hope yeah, your parents are not to... unsolved mysteries. I really I don't know, want that yeah. to happen. <laughs> Those girls are so cute too, but they are oh, kind of a menace. They probably taste good. Oh, I don't know. I oh, you've never eaten squirrel. Pretty gamey, weren't they? I haven't eaten squirrel in a while, but I, rem- I remember it being a well, good Well, not time. the red squirrels either. Maybe a gray squirrel. Yeah. Because they're fatter. Mm-hmm. The red squirrels are just like little. I remember when the old women in my family had a had a gray squirrel coat. That must have. <laughs> mm-hmm. My dad found a squirrel when he was a kid. And he raised it and he had a pet squirrel, but it would sit on the top, like the top ledge of the doors and it mm-hmm. would like jump around. And his grandma started living with them mm-hmm. and she was trying to go to the bathroom and the bathroom door was not closing mm-hmm. <laughs> she repeatedly was like bah, bah, bah. Mm-hmm. and she killed this girl well you know not everybody deserves to live okay <laughs> <laughs> do we have another That's story a much needed the- perspective thank you um <laughs> <laughs> well good riddance <clears throat> what's the next what, moving on <laughs> um, I do have one more okay I hooked up with this guy whose food establishment I frequent mm. often while walking my dog uh, she also loves him and the other day sh- she was trying to walk me to the restaurant wow I didn't know the dogs had could decide where to go mm. um, as we got there he was smoking outside we talked for one minute, and I felt an emergency shit descend upon me. <laughs> We'd just been talking about having upset tummies, and I told him I had to go, and could he hold my dog's leash? I had <laughs> I had two hot snake poops in a strange bathroom. Upon my triumphant return, he gave me a huge hug. 
buried his head in my neck, inhaling, and told me how hot he thought my honesty was. <laughs> now I'm just hoping he doesn't have a shit kink. <laughs> we don't we don't kink shame here, but not my bag. <laughs> well, um, well, these are kind of nice ones. Well, yeah, because first of, of all, I think that would be a very good start to a nice little IBS rom com. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's quite a meet cute. Absolutely, like coffee meets bagel. Like it's very, it's very <laughs> that. Um, but what I also what I love about it is that she doesn't care if he is disgusting, and that's how you know he's hot. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you know this guy is really worth it because she does it. She's like, well, maybe he wants me to shit on his chest, but we'll we'll deal with that later. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how it's not worth investigation at the moment. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like that all the time. I'm like, just I don't want. I don't need to know about that for a second. I always feel like if you really love <laughs> me, business. you'll make sure I never find out shit I don't want to know. <laughs> like I have like mob wife rules. Like yeah. cheat, cheat on me, have a second family, but come home at night and tuck me in. <laughs> Like, murder eight people during the day, but you'd better be home for the ziti and sausage. Like, I'm not... If you really... And I like that. But then again, he appreciates her honesty. Yeah. But why would her neck smell like shit? So I think maybe it's fine. Um, wait, I don't think that was part of it. <laughs> no, because she was like... He, he said w- he... He leaned in and inhaled deeply, and then she's like, I hope he doesn't have a shit kink. So I'm thinking, like, was she worried about her scent post-dropping a hot deuce? Honestly, I mean, if he got that deep in her hair, it could, it could, it could be in there. I, I didn't read it as him trying to smell the shit, but <laughs> maybe. That's a possibility. I don't know. Unfortunately, in this bi- in this big wide world, have have you <laughs> ever had a guy be like, "Wow, that's so hot that you poop," like th- no. that they were refreshed by your honesty about your upset's tummy? No, they mostly ask me to be less honest. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Please lie to me." <laughs> they're like, it, "You don't have to say everything that pops into your head." Actually, <laughs> did, did you know that you're the only person who needs to know that you shit twice a day? Uh, to me, no, that doesn't make sense. But I guess a lot of other people do do think that. You're like, this is public information. <laughs> That's it. Kyle does this impression of me where he like he like he like stands against me and goes, mm, mm, I got a shit, <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks away. And I'm like, mm, that is kind of ten out of ten. I do be doing that, <laughs> especially at work. Our live story comes from Kaylee Horton. Kaylee runs a weekly show at the Lincoln Lodge called Laughter Hours. And this was recorded in November of 2023. Here's Kaylee Horton. We sold our words for Hello, hi guys. How are you all? Okay, I've never told this story on stage before, so you're going to have to be nice to me, all right? It might not go... Is, are you going to be nice? Okay. Can you guys clap if you're going to be nice to me? Okay. Woo! Woo! I would cry. I, all right, I'm going to tell a story. I'm just going to kind of talk about um, my sexual experience in college, which didn't happen until I was in my junior year of college. I was an incredibly late bloomer. Is any of you guys late bloomers? Yeah. You're in this room. That makes sense. That all tracks. That all tracks. So when I was in college, I, I had known this, I, I knew this guy in freshman year, I knew him in sophomore year, and then we both ended up, so we were at community college together, and then we ended up at a four-year university together, right? And so I knew him sort of tangentially, and then we became really good friends in, in junior year of college, right? Now listen, 
I loved this guy. Like, I was in love with him. He wanted nothing to do with me, right? <laughs> he was like, she's cool, I guess. He was in love with this other girl. He didn't want anything to do with me. And I was like, well, I'll suck your dick. And he was like, leave me alone. Like, please go away. We just party. Like, that's the whole thing. Whatever. But we became, and we kind of developed this friend group throughout college. So... So we have, like, there's like four or five of us that are all really good friends, and everybody knows, especially my best friend Annie, she knows that I love it. Like, he was so cute, dude. Like, he was, have you, you guys know Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco? Yeah. He looked like that. He was really cute. He was so cute. So our junior year of college, we are just raging, right? Like, I, I went to Christian school. I never, like, drank, did drugs, any of that. This is my first experience. Not his first experience. He has, he goes ham on drugs, right? Constantly, but it's my first experience, so I'm also going ham because like I want to impress him The problem is he just got broken up with with another girl that he was in love with Madly in love with so our junior year of college like the first month or two of hanging out together We're doing drugs. We're like doing Xanax. We're like doing coke. We're like doing this. We're doing that, right? He has a mental breakdown and tries to kill himself, right? So that's not That's not what you want that's not what you want at all. That's not, I told you this might not be funny. I don't know. It'll get gross, I promise. But right now, it's just sad. It's just, it was, hor I mean, we were all horrified. Like, we love him so much. He tries to kill himself. But he's so, like, off his ass on all of these drugs and stuff, he doesn't even realize that, like, he's doing something irrational. So he gets sent to the psych ward. Like, whatever. Like, no big deal. He freaks out and gets sent to the psych ward, and, af and afterwards I'm like, wow, I love him more than ever. That's crazy. <laughs> he loved a woman so much he tried to kill himself? That could be me, you know? That could so be me. I would never make him kill himself. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we end up... <laughs> We end up getting uh, like, a, like a house together, all, all of us. There's, I think, six of us all together. We get a house together. This is him post, you know, rehab and rehab. <laughs> he relapsed, like, quickly. This is post all of that. He's doing much better. But now my friends, they know I'm a virgin. They know I'm a virgin. I think I kissed, like, four guys at that point. Like, I was a baby. I didn't know anything about sex. But they knew I was into Will, and they knew Will was desperate. Okay? So... <laughs> He tried to kill himself. Like, what other option does he have? I'm right here, you know? Like, <laughs> so we're all living in a house together at this point, and my friends are, like, clandestinely trying to set us up together, right? Like, every time we, every time we play beer pong, they're, like, putting us on the same team together. Like, every time we do anything, they're, like, trying to push us next to each other. They, he showed me videos of us in the past and me just, like, being a predator, essentially, <laughs> is what was happening. Is that too real? That's like real. I'm sorry. That's just what was. I don't condone it now. It wasn't great. But listen, I needed to lose the beat. I was sick of it. I was like, everyone was making fun of me for it 24-7. I needed to do it. And Will was horny. So they're trying to force us together. And I remember one night, it's like, it was one of those things where it's like, we both kind of want to fuck each other. And it was going to happen eventually. It was just a matter of timing. So I remember one night in, in specific, I think it was like one Halloween. We're, we're wasted, we're partying, we're wasted. I go upstairs, we're both like laying on a bed. I shouldn't have said his real name, huh? I shouldn't have, I hope he never sees this. He won't, he doesn't care about me, but like the, he's laying on a bed and, I, and they're like, Kaylee, that was your chance, go, go, go. 
He was so drunk. I don't know what was wrong with us. I was too, and I go upstairs and I was like, Will, do you want to fuck? And he rolls over and he goes, I guess. <laughs> and I got so mad, I slammed the door and I walked downstairs and I said, we're not fucking tonight. <laughs> I got so mad. And then eventually we did. I honestly, I can't remember how that part happened. But whatever it happened. And I, I, one thing I, I would tell 21-year-old Kaylee, um, it's not supposed to be awful. You know, like it's not supposed to be that. It shouldn't feel like someone's killing you. You know what I mean? Like it should be a little better than that. It was not awesome. It was not awesome. But it was like whatever. I, I mean, I didn't know any better at the time. So I was like, I guess sex just is the worst. I don't know. We'll keep doing it, I guess. Let's see if it gets better. And it did a little bit. It definitely got a little bit better. So we keep hooking up for a little while. And clearly, like, I was not the person he wanted to be with. Do you know what I mean? You ever, like, been with the dude and you're like, oh, you're not thinking about me at all. That's what it was. He was thinking about the suicide bitch. I'm positive. <laughs> He's like, Emma, 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 Emma. <laughs> not thinking about me at all. But the, but the gross part of the story comes in here because this <laughs> is actually so funny in hindsight. But it's, like, maybe a month later. We've hooked up a bunch since. He's over at my, my apartment. I have a separate apartment at this point. And we're, and we're hooking up. And all of a sudden, I feel like something wet on my face. Like something wet. And then I feel my body. And my body, my body is wet too. And I'm feeling it. And then we ended up turning the lights because he felt wet too. And he had done so much cocaine that night that he was literally bleeding all over me. And he went to the bathroom. I have a photo that we still pass around to this day of him just like rock hard dick, like bloody. Like, it wasn't even my period. Like, it was crazy. And then we did more cocaine later. Like, that's what, that's what we were on about. That was our whole thing. That was our whole thing. I miss him. He was a cool guy. <laughs> he was a cool guy. He's, I don't talk much to him anymore. But he was cool. Did way too much cocaine. Way too much. Way too much. <laughs> I, I was a fucking menace in college. And not in like a cute way. Not in like a fun, sexy way. I was like a nightmare person. Do you know what I mean? I was, you guys are, I know you guys are all liberals and you're gonna really judge me for this next part of the story. It's not related to Will, but it is about me being a heinous person in college. I, so, again, like I told you, it was my first time like being able to like party. To even understand what partying was and to like, ah, get after it, you know? So we would go to this place and it was the dirtiest bar in our college town. I went to Binghamton University in upstate New York, and it was called The Rat, appropriately named. <laughs> Disgusting, like body-to-body -body people, sweaty, every time you went, you could not get it going without being groped. Like you couldn't, that was the whole vibe. And I had this really iconic, in my opinion, move that my friends called the catch and release, okay? <laughs> Which is basically sexual assault, is what I was doing, all right? That's what this was, it was, I was like, 20 years old, I would go in, I would look at a guy, I would make eye contact with him, I would pull him and I would kiss him, and then I would toss him to the wind. And then I would go back to my friend, I would catch him, and I would release him. And that was my move. And it wasn't like, I, not even guys I thought were hot, I was just like, you're lonely, and I would do it. And they'd be like, <gasps> And I thought it was like the best thing ever. So we're at, we're at the rap. 
we're doing that whole thing. We're like having the worst time ever because you can have a good time at this place, right? We're having the worst time ever. We're drunk out of our minds. We're probably doing some type of drug out of our minds. And there's this guy who's so cute. So cute. And like cute guys look at my friends. You know what I mean? Like they don't, I'm, I'm fine, but my friends are like hot. So they don't look at me, they look at my friends, and this guy was looking right at me. He was into me, and I was like, okay, okay, you know? So we start like making out, we like do the whole thing. We're having a good time. His other friend is bugging my hotter friend, and she's like, I'm only entertaining him for you. I don't wanna be around him right now. But I'm like, you're a good friend, because I'm still gonna hang out with him. Like, we're gonna go. And then throughout the course of this conversation, he reveals to me that he's still in high school. <laughs> this is very real. <laughs> he was 18 though. I did ask and he was 18. He was 18, but this is the problem is he told me he was in high school and then I invited him to the secondary location. Like that's, you can't do that. I did that and I forced my friend to hang out with his friend the whole night, the whole night. And like, this is the thing is like, I was substitute teaching at the time, okay? And he said he was from out of town. I went into class on Monday. It was not from out of town, you guys. All right, that's my story. My name's Kaylee. Bye. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Matt Brown. Yeah, um, so my Instagram is at msbrowncomedy. Um, my website's msbrowncomedy.com, spelled the same way. And if you want to check out any of the music content I do, that is youtube.com slash blackmusicarchive. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.